Hello, and welcome to the Self Love Talk Podcast. I am your host, Sharon D. Meadows. Thank you for joining me again. If you've been here before, welcome back. If this is your first time, welcome. I am a John Maxwell Team Certified Member. I am the author of the Amazon best-selling book, Journey to a New You. I am an inspirational speaker, as well as a transformative teacher. And if you allow me to, I'll be your guide on the journey to self-love. Where do we begin today? I've been thinking about the topic for this podcast for weeks. And this one word kept coming to my mind. And so I want to talk about it. Vulnerability. Where does vulnerability fall on the journey to self-love? I'll tell you. I'm so glad you asked. I learned a lesson about vulnerability a couple of years ago. I met someone and without going into too much detail, (laughs) I met a gentleman and I was very drawn to him. And I, I really didn't know, I really didn't know why. I mean, he's good looking. I mean, aside from physical stuff, but it was something deeper than that, that just pulled me in and it, it held my attention. He held my attention and I couldn't really understand what was really going on, why this gentleman had such a hold on me. And it wasn't until we parted ways and I reflected on the situation and and began to pose the question to myself, what did this teach you? What did you learn? You know, all that good jazz. And it occurred to me one day, I was drawn to his vulnerability. Now, let me just say this. Because I heard a, a, a friend of mine the other day, she said something about her husband. And I was like, oh, she said when her husband was vulnerable, he was less attractive to her. Now, I don't know what planet she's from, but to me, vulnerability is sexy, you know? So I, I, I don't know. It's all about mindset, upbringing or whatever. I've grown a lot and. And I've done a lot of work on myself, so maybe I see things differently. But there was something very, this man was very vulnerable with me, and it was very sexy. And not only was it very sexy, it it wasn't weak. It wasn't weak at all, by any means. So if, gentlemen, if you're listening to this, ladies, if you're listening to this, please never mistake in someone's vulnerability for weakness. It's sexy. And if you can't see that, then you may need to come talk to me. (laughs) Let me open your eyes to it. Anywho, um, after I parted ways with the gentleman and I began to reflect on it, the thing that came to me was that not only was his vulnerability sexy, but also it allowed me, opened the door to me, and invited me to be vulnerable too. And I realized that was the attraction. That was the draw. When someone is 
able to be is confident. Let's let's be clear. When someone is confident enough to be vulnerable with you, it op- it extends an invitation for you to be vulnerable too. It allows the walls to come down. It allows you to relax a little. It allows you to remove the mask. They're being genuine and vulnerable. You can be authentic and vulnerable too. They're not putting up a facade with you. You can let yours down too. Now, what does that have to do with self-love? Here's what I've, I've come to understand. I've been on this intentional journey to self-love since January 2018. I'm three years in, three and a half years into this. And it's beautiful. It's intentional. It's beautiful. I feel like the butterfly. I haven't, I'm not flying yet. I feel like the butterfly that is trapped inside of the cocoon, but the light is starting to come in. The cocoon is starting to crack and break for me on my journey. The healing is still taking place, but I can see the light. I can see the light. And I know eventually, although this journey never ends, this this is something, loving yourself is a lifestyle. Did you know that? Loving, learning to love yourself is a process, but actually loving yourself and walking in it, breathing it, sleeping it, eating it, living it is a lifestyle. Self-love is a lifestyle. So in my process, during my process in the last three and a half years, one of the things that I've come to realize is the more I learn to love myself, the more confidence it gives me. I'm building confidence. Self-love builds confidence. You know that, right? I walk in it. I walk in it. I live it. I love it. I love myself. And loving myself gives me confidence. Now, having said that, having confidence opens the door to other things. Being confident. Being confident within myself allows me to be vulnerable with others. So, a couple of years ago when I met this gentleman, I was having a self-worth crisis. So for me to be around someone that was being vulnerable, I didn't fully appreciate it at the time. I had to go work on myself, reflect on the situation, and then the appreciation for the vulnerability came later. And it came later because at that time, just like with my girlfriend that I mentioned who said her husband appeared weak, I didn't think this gentleman and let me be clear, I never thought he was weak. I never, I never ever um, mistaken, I never mistook his vulnerability for weakness. However, I didn't appreciate it for what it was. So I'm going to take a break right now. Stay with me. Don't go anywhere. When we come back, 
I need to just reflect and meditate for a second. And then I want to, I'm going to come back and, and give it to you on a platter. What vulnerability really looks, looks like and what it means. Stay with me. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back. And thank you for staying with me. Now, I, I want to continue the conversation about vulnerability and what, what that means on the journey to self-love. So before the break, I was sharing a story with you about the gentleman that I met years ago and how he was very vulnerable with me and it allowed me and invited me to be vulnerable as well and how I, um, how I, how I viewed his vulnerability as being sexy. And that is not, when someone is vulnerable with you, that is not a weakness. It's actually a strength. It is, it is someone that is confident within themselves that they can let down the walls. And, and I, I, that's, these are all the things I said before the break. Now, I want to I build upon that, that way of thinking. Now, that was him. Now, I don't know all the things that this gentleman had gone through and where he got his confidence from and his his ability to be vulnerable, but I'll share with you what it means to me on my journey to self-love. So being around someone like this gentleman that was vulnerable, I said it invited me to be vulnerable too. When you're able to be vulnerable with another person, with another human being, whether it's a child, a parent, a sibling, or a partner, it increases that bond between you and that individual. There's nothing between the two of you. All the walls are down. You're naked. And I don't mean in the flesh. <laughs> I mean you're naked. You're ne- when you're vulnerable, you're naked. So what does this have to do with the journey to self-love. The most important relationship that you will ever have with anyone on this planet Earth is going to be with the person you see in the mirror. So if you can't be vulnerable with yourself, you can't be vulnerable with anyone else. And here's what I've learned. The gentleman that I mentioned before the break that was vulnerable with me and he invited me to be vulnerable, which, which extended an invitation for me to be vulnerable too. Um, before he could be vulnerable with me or anyone else, he had learned to be vulnerable with himself. What do I mean by that, being vulnerable with yourself? If you can look in the mirror and tell the person that's looking back at you how you really feel, what's going on inside of you, what, what's affecting you, every little personal detail about what's happening on the inside. If you can share that with the person in the mirror, you're working with something. If you can't be vulnerable with yourself. If you can't let the mask, let the wall down, take the mask off, leave the facade behind, 
give the representative a day off with yourself, you can't do it with anyone else. When you look in the mirror and you're able to tell that person that's looking back at you what's really going on on the inside, that's where the healing begins. That's where the inner work is happening. When I can look in the mirror and I can say to myself how I really feel, how something made me feel, how someone made me feel, what's really going on. When I get comfortable with the person that's looking at me in the mirror, then I can be comfortable with other people. But until you can do that, if you're faking it with the person in the mirror, you can't be real with anyone else. If you cannot be vulnerable with the person in the mirror, you can't be vulnerable with anyone else. And friends, there is freedom and vulnerability. There is freedom. Let me repeat that. There is freedom and vulnerability. There is peace and vulnerability. There is love and vulnerability. There is harmony and vulnerability. There is safety and vulnerability. But I have to be able to be those things to myself before I can be them with before I can be them with anyone else. How can I be vulnerable? I went to the dentist the other day and <laughs> I have this wicked, wicked, wicked bridge in my mouth. <laughs> and so if, if you were a dentist and you were to look into my mouth and you saw this bridge is wicked, is, is wicked. And I've had it for a couple of years, not a long time, but long enough. And so now it's giving me it's giving me problems. And I had an infection beneath the bridge and I had to take antibiotics. But before the antibiotics kicked in, I wanted to just rip that damn thing right out of my mouth. I'm just being transparent. I wanted to rip it out of my mouth. Um, but I have to do things in, in decency and order. I can I cannot rip a bridge out of my mouth. For one, I paid too much money for it. Number two, I need a professional to handle the problem and solve it. So I went to a dentist, uh, got a, got a first opinion and got a second opinion. At the end of the day, um, what I'm being told is the second opinion was better than the first. The first opinion told me, oh, I need to take the bridge off. I need to do this implants, blah, 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 blah. The second opinion was a different opinion. But at the end of the day, whatever happens to the tooth that's having the problem once they remove that portion of the bridge, it has to be covered. Because once the bridge, once that portion of the bridge comes off of that tooth, that tooth is going to be naked and vulnerable. It's going to be exposed. It's going to be exposed. It won't have anything covering it. It won't have, it won't have a shield over it. It won't have a shield over it. So once that part of the bridge comes off, 
that tooth is going to be exposed, naked, and vulnerable. And it has to be covered. It has to be covered so that it can be protected. Now, let me bring that back. That's just an illustration just to paint a picture in your mind. I'm, I'm a visual person. So let, now let's apply that to, uh, to people and being vulnerable. When we are dealing with other people and we have that mask on or the wall is up or the shield, that's our covering. That protects us. That protects us. We're not naked, right? We feel protected. But once we take that shield off, we let the wall down, we remove the covering, the protection, the barrier, and we're naked and we're exposed. That's whatever's beneath the surface. That's, that's the, 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 your naked truth, right? But it's hard for us to expose, just like I... <laughs> Just like, you know, I'm fearful when this part of that bridge comes off. The reason that we have that covering and that protection on there is because if something touches what's beneath the surface, what's beneath the protection, it's sensitive under there. And if something is able to penetrate it, it could be painful. If that part of that bridge comes off and there's nothing covering that tooth, Cold air, hot air, whatever, something prickly, sticky, something sharp, it's painful. That would hurt, right? So whenever it come, whenever that bridge comes off, until the covering goes back on, I have to be very careful to not cause pain under there because there's no protection, there's no barrier. The same thing with us. When we're vulnerable with ourselves or with others and we remove that covering, that shield, that barrier, and, 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 and we're exposed, we're naked, we're exposing our naked truth, you have to handle that with care. Otherwise, it could be painful and it'll hurt. So before we can go out in the world and be vulnerable with other people, because we know of the pain that that can invite into our lives. We have to be able to be vulnerable with ourselves. But in order to do that, we have to be careful with ourselves so that there's no pain. There's no prickly, sticky thing penetrating us. We have to feel safe with ourselves. And once we feel safe with ourselves, we can then be vulnerable with ourselves, which would then allow us to be vulnerable with others. Friends, I thank you for joining me. I'm going to continue on this conversation about vulnerability because this, to me, this is so important. This is a, one of the most important topics on the journey to self-love. So stay with me. Come back. I invite you back. For more talk, more self-love talk, let's get deeper below the surface, below the barrier. Let's get down to the naked truth of vulnerability. Thank you for joining me. I'll see you the next time. I am your friend, Sharon D. Meadows. Have a great one. Yeah.